The show after the show is what we call the post show. You gonna do it before we go to the bathroom? Well, I don't have to go to the bathroom. If you have to go to the bathroom, yeah. Can... All right, go to the bathroom, man. All right, just do it. Yeah, talk. I can talk about stuff and things. Can you? And, and the challenge begins. And now. more stuff and and things. So. All right, let's see what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this article that John Rubio sent. John Rubio is the, uh, the host of the Beerus podcast. We were talking about the artificial intelligence uh, a couple weeks ago, and he sent me a link. And you need to go to John Rubio's Twitter feed and look back through the one where he sent the one to Jeff Bear about these AI articles. They're super long articles for blog posts. Uh, really well thought out. Uh, a lot of research was done with the experts in the field of AI. I'm glad I'm talking about this now because Greg would shit all over uh, of the you know this. He hasn't read it yet. I urge him to read it as well. And it, it's really interesting stuff, you know, about like estimations of when artificial intelligence is going to be here, impacts of it, you know. What if someone stumbles upon to artificial super intelligence and it's an evil robot that takes over the world and kills humans for fun? What are the odds of that kind of thing happening? You know, there's a whole bunch of angles to it. Um, nanobots will also come in as artificial intelligence, a kind of hand in hand. So, you know, you got to make sure that the nanobots don't gray goo us because that could happen in like in two hours. A gray goo is. Nanobots taking like all the carbon on the surface of the earth and using it to make more nanobots, which includes like eating you alive type stuff. Uh, great science fiction, but it's things that people, I shouldn't say are worrying about, but they're thinking about it. Uh, so go check out those articles. It's called Wait, it's on waitbutwhy.com. So even if you just go there, I'm sure you can find these articles. It looks like they were published in January 2015. And I've made it through most of the article. I still have to read uh, a couple dozen paragraphs of part two. But uh, I will do that very shortly because I find them very fascinating, the story. I'm talking about the AI stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you weren't here for that because I didn't feel like arguing with you. So, How rude. America, so rude. <laughs> do you any more of this, Mike Hess? Um, no. No, I'm good. Thank you. Actually, there's a lot, so I'm not going to pour the whole can right now, but I probably will finish that part later. So, uh, how's that um, not saying sucks thing going? Um, not so well, because I forgot that I didn't want to say sucks. I'm sure I've said it. Have you thought any more about it? Uh, I thought about it a little bit. Do you still have the same opinion? I think so. I mean, a prohibition, like, I still have a feel that, like, you know, the whole why is this an insult and what's it infer? Well, but the problem, see, okay, the problem I have with that is you're being insulted for somebody else without checking to see whether that other person is insulted by it. It's sort of like you're 
you're presupposing that the person will be insulted by that. And whereas really the natural thing to do is, is to let them tell you what's insulting to them. To let, let them tell you whether you, you know, whether this is an insult or not, what, which is the way the other prohibitions on other words have, have happened. You don't start just making something, uh, you know, figuring out that this is insulting and trying something else, or else you 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 do get to be over PC. You get to the African American thing that happened when everyone was just okay with with, them, with calling him black. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was right. overcorrection. So when we gave up gay, was it that far yet? Or do I think we were a little preemptive on that one, weren't we? No, I don't think so because no. I think it, it it had reached a point where there was there was kind of a cultural zeitgeist. That okay. said, this is starting to be... So, I mean, so, okay, talk about sucks, right? If it's not gay, it's 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 a female thing, right? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm trying to figure out why sucks has a, has a, has a sharp edge to it. And it's because I don't maybe, think, but I don't think it does. It, it, so, I mean, okay, you don't think it does, but... So, what if I an- analogize sucks with, oh, that sucks with, oh, why are you on the rag today? You know, that kind of thing. That's not okay anymore. Well, so, you're saying, why are you on the rag? That's not okay. Well, yeah, but that's that's different. But you're moody, you know, you're acting like a moody woman. And then, you know, you suck like a woman sucks dick. Uh, I don't, yeah, it's not, rag seems very, I it it just. I could just say, why are you PMSing? I mean, it's yeah, it, and and both of those are are inappropriate because they're too specific, okay. I guess. Whereas sucks is much more general and uh, doesn't have the same connotation. If it if it starts to carry the connotation, okay, then it becomes something that you do need to worry about, but. When it doesn't have the connotation, so sucks has transcend. I mean, so I would love to be able to look up quickly here the entomology of sucks. Yeah, has to have come from something like that. I would think sucks is a curse word. Yeah, because sucks but means it, other things. I mean, sucks. Well, obviously, sure. But people use that. People use that sucks. It, it, I think it, you might be right. Where it's so far detached from the initial insult. You suck. So that sucks is a derivation of you suck. I mean, there's, but there, see, there's, there's lots of, like, I remember. And, and, and I'm really talking about telling someone that they suck, right? Like, I remember why there's, I think there's a river in Florida called the Jacksonville River, and there's a joke about it. Why does a Jacksonville River flow north? And the answer is because Georgia sucks. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the joke is that like sucking through a straw. Well, sure, sure. So, but I mean, when you say you suck, the the but, but the point is connotation that connotation isn't so, used, so the point you being like that, that, that suck has many meanings. Well, sure. And I'm not saying one, suck should be banned. I'm saying you suck. But the but the, the the point is that since sucks has so for, many meanings for, that are that are in the common usage, it's hard to take a. a Maybe sure. maybe it's hard to take a word like that and and turn it into meaning only that. You no, know, that blog really sucks. You know, it doesn't mean he's 
analogizing him using a straw. But I don't think you also are saying when when you're saying sucks, the it's not implicit that you're saying it sucks dick. I mean, like you said, maybe at one point it was, but it's not anymore. So it's escaped the the yeah. origin. I mean, because yeah, I mean, if it's if it's something about sucking dick, then it'd be something that you know. Uh, there's there's lots of insults that are w- woman. Okay, forget the whole homosexual thing. There's a lot more women out there, uh-huh. and a guy suggesting that I suck dick might not mean gay. It might just means I'm effeminate. It might be I'm yeah. a girl, right? And then the insults that you know calling a guy a girl because that's you know a different I mean, identity the best way to respond to that is, is be like yeah you bet I suck dick I suck it better than you ever could <laughs> you just be like you own it I own that shit <laughs> oh grand champion you, you there's can, a so you, I follow a you guy you dream of sucking dick like I can I follow a guy on twitter Joel from uh, do south brewing company he's brewer in Florida and uh, yeah, I just started following him. He's reasonably entertaining on uh, Twitter. But he always retweets a guy, some guy out in Hollywood. Not not a celebrity, but, you know, a guy that makes his living in Hollywood. And he always is retweeting things like, this guy does, like, daily motivators. But it's like, you're either slinging dick or you're sucking dick. <laughs> and... Uh, See him all the time. Let me see. Figure out because you might know who this Why is. Why can't you do both? <laughs> Jason Evans wants to know what we're drinking for tonight's show. He just cracked open a DC Brow, the Corruption. We've done that on the show before. Mm-hmm. I'll send him a picture later of what we're doing here. Uh, oh, it's going to take me too long to find. Let me find that tweet. Those that guy. But yeah, he's he always tweets that stuff, and uh, some of them are, some of them are funny because they're not exactly that quote every time. But uh. I want you to watch out for this on the internet. This is uh, there, there's some code that you might not know. I just recently found out about this one. I think you may have known about it, but I had forgotten about it. And then I was seeing someone showing some shit that was like, especially in response to this. Um, when, when you when you see when something like this big news story about the the shooting gets out, mm-hmm. you'll sometimes see people quote craziness from all over places, and in the craziness, you'll inevitably see this, which is the number fourteen eighty eight. Okay, so that is a white supremacist code. If you see fourteen eighty eight, like somebody say like. Uh, I'll bring back the year 1488 or something like that. 14 stands for the 14 words. This is a white supremacist uh, uh, phrase coined by the founder of the American Nazi Party, George Lincoln Rockwell. Uh, the 14 words are, We must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. And then 88, 8 is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Uh, or H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Therefore, 88 stands for HH or Heil Hitler. So, 1488, white supremacists. There's your clue. Just so you know. Do you know who this guy is? Joey Coco Diaz? Yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's the guy that's always... He's a comedian on several podcasts. Kind of a... 
kind of like a he's like he he he's the mobster community or like the guy who mm-hmm. you you could easily see having a character on the sopranos right right that doesn't mean he's a mobster i mean that he's you know he's got that italian you know right. so here's this tweet from friday Look. namaste motherfuckers it's friday what namaste, namaste motherfuckers, motherfuckers it's, it's friday, friday. So, you know, very, very abrasive tweets. Mm-hmm. Although I, I, the juxtaposition of namaste and motherfuckers is, mm-hmm. uh, if not clever, it's uh, it, it is decent wordplay. Actually, it looks like he hasn't tweeted the word dick very late, uh, lately. <laughs> break, out the, break out the clone and tell the neighbor that you... S- Break out the clone and tell the neighbor to suck your cock. The church, <laughs> the church tomorrow is at one p.m. So break out the clone, uh, clone. Yeah. Oh, clone. Colon. Okay. Uh, I don't know. So he's always doing those abrasive. I'm surprised I didn't find a slinging dick or sucking dick because he says it all the time. Well, I mean, some pe- some guys that's that's their sure. Yeah, that's their message, right? This <laughs> message for this their their shtick. <laughs> Right, and if you, it, I bet Larry the Cable Guy is uh, shtick. I mean, you know, if, if you look at him, is, <laughs> is very different from Dan. What's his name? The guy who actually plays Larry the Cable Guy. Okay, I didn't realize he was a character. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was actually a guy named Larry who? <laughs> exactly. Oh. You might be a red and Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy's <laughs> real, but Jeff Fox Jeff Foxworthy is genuine. That's like genuinely his character. Like that's who he is. Uh, yeah, he's a nice he's he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy uh, who is not particularly. I don't think he's particularly funny, but he doesn't he doesn't make rude jokes about people, and he uh, satirizes. Uh, he laughs at at, at southern at, mm-hmm. you know stuff, and and you can appreciate somebody who recognizes the humor in their life, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm all I'm all for that. I'm all for Jeff Foxworthy. I'm not my not my kind of comedian, but I'm all for. I'd rather have him him people like him than abrasive douchebags. Mm-hmm. Abrasive douchebags can be fun. Have their place, but it, I'm saying if I if I had to pick, mm-hmm. I mean Sam Kennison gets old after a while. Yeah, yeah. Bill Hicks, old. Let's see. Anything? I'm trying to think of anything interesting that's happened. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've been out of the loop the last three, four days. You know, it's funny how a short trip takes you out of like your life so, by so much. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of is anything that thing interesting. I mean, the, the big story, and I, I, I mean, I've been fascinated by the the cop story, but that's not. There's not much to say, mm-hmm. right? I mean, everyone. Actually, I haven't. I mean, I. So I, it broke the morning I was flying out on the airplane, right? So the first thing I saw was. 
a Twitter picture from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air where DJ Jazzy Jeff was in court and he's putting his hands up for the constable or something like that. You know, it was, and it's like because I guess the line was, you know, I don't want six warning shots in the back. Mm. So uh, that was, and then, so I kind of like tried to figure out why some, why you know this was a meme, and then I and then I saw what had happened, but I really don't like. I think I learned more details about, you know, um, you know the whole thing talking about RoboCop, you know, than I than actually know about the story. So, I mean, I th- I think that the the message to take is that there's something rotten in the core of how police are working. The right the, the idea that uh I mean just I, I don't want to sound like an apologist. My my main question is Craig's looking at the really big guy is like here comes something just gonna put in his foot in his mouth for is I mean it's being a cop is such a high stress scenario and you know, I'm not saying they're not using obsess- excessive force, but you know, I just wonder if these are like some. Maybe these guys are assholes, but like, wouldn't it be fascinating if they were like actually trying to do the right thing? And just because the situation they're in, they, this shit's happening. I think they're being trained poorly is the issue, and I think that the very idea of oh, hello, comrade, I am police. You run from me, I shoot you. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah. There is no world in which that should be allowed. Mm-hmm. And yet, that is what we're seeing happening. Mm-hmm. So it's the 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 question is very much how had how has it gotten to this point where police think they are at that level above the law. Right. I don't have an answer. Like I said, you know, I, I wonder if it's well-meaning. Maybe, maybe you can still have well-meaning cops with bad training. Yes. You know, so it doesn't counter what you just said. But, like, I just wonder, and I'm not apologizing for these people. They could very well be asshole cops who hate black people. But you know what? You know, I don't think I don't think it was. The, I mean, obviously, race played a part in that. This guy was pulled over and everything, and possibly even the 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 more willingness of the guy to shoot him. But the fact that it got to the point where you know, then a black guy came and helped the dude cover it up. A black cop mm-hmm. came and helped the dude cover it up. So it was not oh, just okay. a. I didn't even know that part. It, it was not just a. Uh, and a one one rogue white cop thing. It is a police thing. It is a it is an issue with how we are training police and, and what we are putting up with in in, in police work. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and that's where the the RoboCop thing comes in because it's it's very much like we're making these robots mm-hmm. who we just say you know if if you do not <laughs> you do not comply. I will kill you. Right. That is, that's not a world I want to live in. I'm I'm okay with the world without privacy, but I'm not okay with the world in which 
non-compliance is a, is a death sentence. Okay. I, I don't have anything really. You like that? Like my little skinny... <laughs> Jeff made a... Made a sculpture. A little sculpture. It's yeah. the wire barker cork. It's a piece of wire from the bottom part of the bale. I balanced the top part of the bale. Now it spins. You should take a picture. You should prototype that. Or, oh, a vine or, it. Yeah. What is it? Not prototype. It's no, so. periscopes. Periscope. This is a better vine than a periscope. <laughs> it spins really good. Uh, did you watch last week, tonight, last week with Edward Snowden? Yes, I did. Um, Like I said, I, I'm a, I'm a anti-privacy guy, but I enjoyed the interview a lot. It's a good interview. Um uh, it, you know, a lot of like, you know, last week tonight is a kind of like really good at like getting your getting you riled up about these topics and whatnot. And when that they said that that was a representative sample of people on the street and what they thought Edward Snowden was, it got me angry. <laughs> you know, like the the they remember him as a traitor who oh. did it for profit, right? You know, and. Uh, so, uh, I I mean I don't see him as an American hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily see him as a traitor, but I don't see him as a hero. Okay. I mean, uh, John did uh, a really good job at like not pampering him or anything right, like yeah. that. He asked him hard questions. Uh, and I'm. <laughs> I did. I did find it. You know, I I think it's really interesting how he got to the point where people don't care about their text, but they care about their dick pics. Now, I wouldn't care about my dick pics either. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm consistent. Right. You know, <laughs> my dick pic gets out there. If people want to share my dick pic, who cares? If, mm-hmm. if the government really, you know, wants to look at my dick, um, I'm kind of fine with it. It's just a piece of skin. Mm-hmm. It's not all that impressive anyway. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> You know, go nuts, guys, really. <laughs> but it was funny that people reacted to that as opposed to the idea that... They changed Vine up a lot since I've used it last. Can you still tweet it? It like wants to send it to P- my contacts. I'll hear, I'll hear public. There we go. <laughs> no, do not send it any of my contacts ever. Thank you. Okay, you're you're busy vining something. I don't really have much to talk about. Come on, I was able to carry the show when you were peeing. Well, yeah, because you had one thing to discuss. Well, it is now vined, so now I can carry the show for you. That thing's still spinning. That that's awesome. Um, the physics of why it's still spinning are. Relatively simple. Yeah, there's low friction and the center of mass is uh-huh. pretty far out with the leg spread. So the leg spread—that's what she said. So it maintains its angular momentum very easily; doesn't lose it very easily. Mm-hmm. So stuff and things. I beat Halo Three last week. That was fun. Very—it was a very good game. Long play. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. old game for mm-hmm. these days, but you know, I'm on a previous generation yeah, console. Yeah. It was a well worth the play. I started Halo Four, which is not Bungie, 
starts out pretty good. I have not gotten very far into it. I only played it probably about 20 minutes so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played both games on Heroic, or yeah, Heroic. That's harder than normal, but not Legendary. Seems like a good place to play it, because mm-hmm. then you don't power through the storyline all that quickly. And uh, you have to, you know, so certain stages you have to kind of play several times to learn the right, uh, yeah. the more optimal way to tra- you know traverse it whether it's kill every motherfucker on the board or run through mm-hmm. or where the vantage spots are so you can do either mm-hmm. you know so it was kind of fun playing it at at, at at heroic i can see that i don't think i ever played the original halo or halo 2 at heroic i probably just played it at normal and i remember more of just powering through there wasn't really not yeah, big challenges. And it, if there is absolutely no challenge, then, uh, then you, it's either sometimes I just want to I just want to play the game for the story. That's all I'm interested in, and mm-hmm. you know I, you know, the game mechanics are fun, but I'm not interested in being a challenge, and I'll just keep it that way. And sometimes first person shooters I like to be have a little bit more of a challenge. So, mm-hmm. um, so it was so weird. There was several times in Halo Three where I was completely stuck. I could not get past this stage. Played it for an hour and a half. Probably did it like 20, 25 times. And I could not beat it. I go to bed. Next time I come back a day or two later, I beat it like in like two or three tries. (laughs) It almost makes you one. It almost feels like there is something in the game that will, after you spend so much time on it, it makes the level easier. It almost it feels that way. I don't know if it does or no, not. No, it's something in your brain. You're learning, yeah, and you go to sleep. But and like, it helps you learn more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably it. But you come back to it, and there was two, at least two stages in Halo Three, but they were so hard I could not make any headway. I mean, and I, I came back another day and you just, you know, just wrote them wrote right through them real quick. I I can't count the number of times where. It's not been video games, but I've gone to bed with a programming problem, and I've come back the next day, and you know, and mm-hmm. I blow right through it because right. it was sorted out during <coughs> during that time mm-hmm. uh, when I was, you know, when I was sleeping, and right. my brain was like, "Ah, oh, made the connection." Right. I'm not sure how that really helps with the video game. <laughs> like, it's not well, like the, the, it's not like you're getting the feedback whether these well, different things work. Because the video game is actually easier. It's an easier yeah, problem. Yeah. It, it's it, it's just uh, you know you're it's designed to be an easier problem. So once you figure once your brain figures out the easy method to it, it will be able to be better at mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah really hate the flood <laughs> they suck they're annoying um i for about uh 20 minutes i was purchasing a bunch of stuff to make a little to make uh this a animated GIF photo frame with a Raspberry Pi and okay. and then I canceled it. And I was like, what? I'm not going to do that. And I just canceled it. <laughs> you were going to buy the parts and have me put it together. No, I was going to buy the part and I legitimately, like, you know, do it. Because, it, you know, it's a screen that comes pre-soldered and everything. And mm-hmm. then you put the Raspberry Pi and stuff in it. And I was like, then I realized, what am I going to 
I mean, I'm going to do things to do it once and not use it, or I'm just, you know, I'm going to spend $200 on this, and there's no, really no points. I just said, eh, screw it. Gotcha. Set it up in your cube. Yeah. I should just go out for sushi, spend, waste that money on that. <laughs> you just put some porn animated GIFs in it and put it in your cube at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would go great. I already have in my desk, so I have uh, these a bunch of toys now at my desk. So I have a head crab. A plush head crab from Half Life. Okay, uh, that's uh, sticking on like there's a in between my two monitors. There's a stand and, and there's a mm-hmm. little thing so right, right. to put the head crab on top of that. So if, if you're coming towards my desk, you see a head crab like right at you. Then there's uh, I got as a Christmas gift a sort of novelty gift uh, to. Rock'em Sock'em robots that are uh, remote controlled, so they're remote oh, controls okay. and the robots, and they're there. Okay. Uh, the bowling trophy I won. Oh, by the way, the head crab also has the tiara that I won from bowling. Um, <laughs> that's on top of the head crab. I now have a little globe. Uh, I have one of those little magnet toys. It has you know just the magnet sculptures you can put uh-huh. together. Right. Um, I have a temperature gauge now, a fan. And what else? Oh, I, I have a little hologram thing. One okay. of those things that puts a little, you put a little something in the center. It's a big, mm-hmm. big, it's a big uh, convex mirror. Parabolic. Yeah, parabolic mm-hmm. mirror. And you put the thing inside of it and you get the little hologram mm-hmm. thing. Okay. There. So that's that's cool. Yeah, those are cool. Let's see. At my desk, I have. I have. There's these uh, Lego models, Star Wars Lego models that they put out where. Oh, I have Marty and... and uh, oh, nice. Marty and Doc. Marty and Doc. And, sorry, good. Oh, and, and my uh, my E. coli. Okay. So, I have the ATST and I have a tie, the TIE Advanced, you know, so they're on my desk. I have, um, oh, Baby Groot. Uh, did you ever see Max's Baby Groot, the crocheted one? No. Okay, I'm not going to go upstairs and get yeah. Max's room, but uh, some well, Heather's aunt made a crocheted baby Groot. It's in a little flower pot, and uh, it's pretty good. And since I liked Max's, pre- you know, I made, I said that I liked Max's present so much that Heather had had her make one for me. So it's it's at work. That's probably my coolest thing. Is I, I really like, like the baby Groot. I need to like make him dance somehow. <laughs> uh, you have one that dances? No, no, no. This okay. was a homemade crocheted. No, but on on your desk. Oh no. Okay, good. Because the dancing would be annoying. Right. It would just. I mean, if you had it turned on all the time, it would be annoying. Well, right. Right. Um, I have. So, one of the things that Brian, head of QA, did a couple, uh, I don't know, about a year ago, is he was a tech shop, and he used their, their laser engraver, and and had asked you know people if they wanted to design nameplates or whatnot. So, I had actually made uh, an image of a Palmer beer bottle with a label with my picture and my name and stuff, so that was my name tag. So, he engraved that on a piece of oak. So that turned out pretty good. That's on my desk. Um, I want to. I want to take Max's. Max said I could do this. I want to take the X-wing Lego model and like hang it from the the uh, water sprinkler pipe above my cube and like have it flying above my <laughs> cube. I want to do that. I'm gonna get some fishing line to do that. 
Uh, I think that's probably all the toy stuff I have. Oh, I have uh, I have a poster. It's a uh, the barley wine fest at Kelly's. The hell with the lid off poster. I have that hanging on my wall. I have. The last thing I have is a. Uh, I think you've seen it. The the uh, Wheatley from Portal. It's a light. Okay. Anyway, you haven't seen it. You don't know what that is, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and then in the kitchen, I have all my all my coffee making stuff. Yeah, I didn't ask you for coffee this week since it was going to be there on Thursday. But if you need some for next week, I'll, I'll... um, I probably do need to order some, but <clears throat> I won't be in. The office okay. the week after, but still, I probably will, will get some anyway. So yeah, I'll, I'll, come on Thursday. So yeah, figure out which one works best for you. I guess that's it. There's no need to go long on this one. We went long on the other ones. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's been a while. We've had a. It's been a while. Been a while since we've had a 32 minute post show. Thanks, everyone. Lights. Bye.